Hi everyone! Welcome back to the At the End of the Day podcast. I'm here with my friend Courtney. Hi. <laughs> Do you want to introduce yourself? Um, I'm Courtney. I've known Julie since I think either the end of freshman year of high school or like near the beginning of sophomore year of high school. Yes. Yeah. I think. And then I think we got closer starting beginning of junior year. With I, calculus. Yes, with calculus because <laughs> we sat next to each other yeah. or in front of each other.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I asked you topics that you'd be interested or comfortable speaking on,、mm-hmm. and one of the things you talked about was fashion slash thrifting. Yeah, and I know that you have been really, you know, focusing <laughs> on your style lately. Yeah. So do you have anything to share? Any tips? What you've learned in your fashion journey? I would say I've been like looking at. I guess fashion posts on multiple different platforms of social media, like Instagram and TikTok and Pinterest and Google, just trying to figure out like what different sty- types of t- <laughs> <laughs> just trying to figure out what different types of styles are called and how to try and incorporate that into my own wardrobe. Because I used to like I remember in high school I used to wear these like really nerdy and、um, silly shirts, like graphic. T-shirts, like one of them was like just a bunch of nerds on my shirt. Another one was like sushi, and there was one that was a little bit different and said, "This is how I roll." <laughs> With a sushi roll, yeah, yeah. So like, my style is a little bit different now, but like I feel like I just take a bunch of different ones, like streetwear, and I've seen like this thing called like a kubi style and like Instagram baddie and stuff like that, and I'll try and like figure out how I can incorporate that into like clothes that I already have. And since I work an office job and I have to like look professional, like I also try and figure out like how I can take like my professional like business chic and like take some of those、um, pieces and make it into something else,、right. so I don't have to like keep buying a lot of clothes because I don't have a lot of space for it. Yeah, I think that's wise. I have a bad habit of like online shopping every time、mm-hmm. I get stressed. <laughs> and and like recently, I was cleaning my closet out and realized just how many clothes I have.、Mm. And I was like, if anything, I need to like donate clothes, like get、I'll、rid of、them. clothes, <laughs> <laughs> rather than like get more. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I totally feel that. Like I think it's smart to not necessarily like always buy things just because like it's trending,、mm. and just using what you already have and making it work because it's totally possible. Yeah. Also, like we both like thrifting.、Mm-hmm. Speaking of clothes, yeah, you are. A model now. <laughs> How has your model journey been so far? Although you just started, I did just start. I got signed in January. Um, really, as like for the past, I would say like year and a half. I was like looking into modeling and like you know I would search up like how to become a model, and so I ended up like applying to a lot of different places, and I didn't get anything, any feedback from them. Like I would apply like one place and wait like two weeks and I wouldn't hear anything and I applied to another place and it just kept going like that.、Mm-hmm. But like,、um, I feel like a lot of it is that their inboxes are probably just always full of their own personal clients, their customers, and people who want to be with them. So like they always gotta like sift through it and so they probably just kind of negate a lot of. Um, unless they know somebody, they're not going to look at a whole bunch of emails from random strangers.、Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's why that route didn't quite work for me.、Um, but I was lucky enough that my mom knew somebody 
who was a retired model, and she said that she would help me. And that's how it kind of started with that. Mm -hmm. Um, So me starting off as a model, my main thing is like, they want me to work on my posing. And so they gave me a whole bunch of different like, studying material to look at Mm -hmm. like videos and pictures and be like you have to be able to be comfortable in front of a camera Mm -hmm. and do these poses fluidly and not have to rely on somebody to tell you how to do stuff Mm -hmm. so for me I've just been kind of like studying how to like feel comfortable in my body and like knowing how to pose I'm still working on that. I'm not, (laughs) I'm like, get stuck. And I'll be like, I don't know what else to do. Yeah. That's interesting. Cause I feel like, well, ever since high school, I've taken your pictures a lot, you know, just for fun. Mm -hmm. And I used to always tell you like, oh my God, Courtney, you're such a natural, like you repose so well, like you don't need (laughs) someone to direct you. And so it's interesting, like now that you're officially, you know, a signed model, Mm -hmm. it's like, you have to like refine that a little more. Yeah. I'll be like, is my hand, does my hand look weird here? Like, how should I move my head? Like, do my eyes, is it right? So I'm just like, dang, I gotta like nitpick on like every single like joint too. Yeah. Do you check your, um, you have an iPhone, like the yeah. average screen time? Yes. Oh my gosh. What was your average screen time? For last week, hold on, I'm gonna look it up so I know I can say the exact screen time. Um, for this week, it was three hours and 51 minutes. That's good. No, yeah. It used to be like eight hours. Oh, and really? so I've, I've been really working on it I to see, like lower it. And so like I'll be like, I don't need to be on my phone right now. Let me go do something else. Yeah. Um. So yeah, instead of that, I would like be around my family. Um. I used to like would like sneak looking at my phone when I would be at work sometimes. And like that would add up. And then I'd also, I used to scroll on Instagram and TikTok all the time, like when I got home, instead of like doing something else. Um, And yeah, that's how I'd get to like 12 hours. (laughs) I mean, you know what? But in COVID, that's when my screen time like skyrocketed Mm. because, you know, we're quarantining. Like we're constantly at home. No, I had to go to work. Oh, so true. (laughs) I, yeah, during quarantine, during the height of COVID, I was at home um taking remote classes Mm -hmm. and so i was basically like 24 7 like just in my room yeah or like going out to like eat or going out to use the bathroom Mm -hmm. or going out to use the bathroom (laughs) yeah or like not outside (laughs) in the bushes but like you know like going like three feet in my house to use the bathroom and that was it and so like that's when my screen time like piled up Mm -hmm. but i recently have started working and ever since then my screen time is like it usually averages around two to three hours. Mm. It doesn't go above that. Nice. And I'm very proud of that. Yeah, good job. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, so now instead of, like, being on my phone, usually I'll try and, like, do something else. And usually that's been, like, making dinner or, like, some kind of dessert. Uh, so recently I made rum balls for my mom and grandparents. What What's that? Uh, so basically I used leftover brownies that we had. Usually it's made with vanilla wafers and cocoa powder, but I used leftover brownies and cream cheese to make soften it a little bit, and then rum. I did not measure a single thing. I just, <laughs> just kind of threw it together. Thankfully, it worked. Mm-hmm. But yeah, usually baking is like an exact science. Yeah. But this time it was okay. And I really like making meringues. Those are like the easiest cookies in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Even though like the whipping the um, the egg whites, it can be very finicky. Like you can't have any moisture on it. And if you do it for too long or not long enough, then the meringue isn't going to like fluff up how you want it to. Didn't you just say that it's the easiest cookie? <laughs> <laughs> Proceeds to tell us why it's not the easiest cookie. For some, like I haven't gotten it bad. Okay, so 
I feel like to me it's easy because I haven't messed up. But like, so I've had a lot of mess ups in doing it. Brag? No, no, it's like I've had a lot of mess ups in doing it, but it still ended up okay. So I was like, it's still easy because like there's only two ingredients really that yeah. you need for it. So that's why it's an easy cookie. And the mistakes I've made haven't made it taste bad. So it's still okay. Right. right. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I love cooking, mm. but I hate baking. Because really? like you said, like it's kind of more precise. Mm-hmm. And when I cook, most of the time I do not measure anything. Yeah. I just like, you know. Toss it in there. Yeah, exactly. And then like <laughs> taste test. I feel like with cooking, the more you do it, the more you just kind of like know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that's I why. I had to I ask my sister how, like in what order I was supposed to make spaghetti. Because I had just not made anything in so long. And I was like, do I do the sauce first mm-hmm. or do I boil the water? Like, I, was, I wasn't sure. Yeah. Um, and I just recently, my mom loves grilling. So we always just left it to her. But I was like, let me learn how to grill. And so I grilled a steak for the first time. It was I, fun. I saw yeah. on your story. Yeah. It was, it was tasty, too. That's good. <laughs> Didn't you make macaroons recently? Yes. It was my first time making them. The perfectionist in me really wanted it to go well and thankfully it did if it didn't i probably would not make them again Uh, but i feel like i I might make them again at some point i've been trying to exercise more um so i've been trying to go to the gym like twice a week which has been very helpful like it's for me it's just one day is lower body day and one day is upper body day (laughs) and i haven't i haven't incorporated cardio into it yet but i have incorporated abs into like both of them so like i feel it more toned because otherwise i would just have big arms and like i don't have either big arms or big legs yet but i will (laughs) i I respect it um you already know i don't work out and so i remember when you told me that you had a gym membership and Mm you're working out i was like dang like corny's really on it I don't remember the last time I worked out. I don't remember the last time I took a walk around our neighborhood. Dang. Yeah. Still for a walk, man. Today could yeah. be cardio day. You're so true. But like, <laughs> the thing is, cardio is like the only thing I do if I do anything because mm. dance is basically cardio. It's good for you, though. Cardio so is true. something, though. That's still exercise. The positivity. Yeah. Yes. I have always been so nervous about driving. Mm-hmm. So much anxiety. Like I did not get my license until like I think right before I turned 18, if not after I turned 18, because I, because then I didn't have to have my permit. I didn't, mm-hmm. I never took the driving class either. Me neither. Yeah. Because I never, I had a marching band during every time that there was the driving class during the summer. And then there was one time where you had to pay for it and I did not want to pay for it. So I didn't go. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was so, ner- I was nervous just getting behind the wheel when like when my mom or there was one time when Diana was like, here, let's just switch places and you can drive my car. And I was like, Diana, I do not want to be responsible for wrecking your car because right. I'm too nervous to reverse. Okay, I can't do it. Mm. Um, but yeah, I remember like apparently the neighbors were like gossiping or like talking to my grandparents. They were like, oh, did Courtney get her license? Because we're seeing her driving. and We don't remember like, I don't know how they knew that it was me how they know whether or not i had a license yet that's so weird apparently there's like a neighborhood like i don't know watch kind of and like there's a website that they'll talk on i'm not on there website yeah where they'll like talk to each other a little discussion board yeah kind of okay and and like no and pop-up were like yeah don't go driving without somebody anymore because the neighbors were talking i was like okay Um, i was just trying to practice before my my driving test 
But yeah, so I can drive now. <laughs> um, you have been driving for a while. I have been driving for a while, like three years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still nervous to drive. I don't like driving in between cars ever. Um, I always assume that the person next to me is going to start swerving. And, like, if I see them move an inch closer to my car, I immediately get on, like, the farthest to the line from Mm -hmm. them because I'm so worried that they're going to hit me. I have almost been hit by an 18-wheeler. That was scary. I was coming home from work, and um, I was driving next to an 18-wheeler. I hate driving next to them because I know I've been in, like, the driver's side of the 18-wheeler, so I, I know their blind spots is, like, that the back, like, I don't know, seven feet. They can't see that yet. And so I I just speed past them so they know where I am at all points. Mm. And so basically I was at I was at that like back seven feet of the truck and they were merging into my lane and I couldn't merge left. I I shouldn't because there wasn't a, another lane for me. I was but I had to because it like I saw like the wheel pass over the white line and it kept going and I that's when I knew I had to swerve. And so I got into the turning lane for the other side of the road and I I stopped because I didn't want to keep going because that was the wrong side of the road. And then like I let that 18 wheeler pass and then I was trying to go back into my lane and then another car just like kept zooming by and I was like, bro, I'm trying to get over. You can see me on the wrong side of the road. But yeah, so I just waited for three more cars and then I I went. Mm. So I was safe, but it was scary. (laughs) I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's why I don't like going on the highway. Mm. Because I think the flow of traffic is more self-explanatory on the highway because like everyone just like going fast. Yeah. But it's the 18-wheelers mm. that really get me. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yo, like, please stay away. I have such weird opinions about the highway. Like what? Like, I feel like if you're on the very left lane, it's okay to go exactly the speed limit. I don't really? think... Yes. On the very left the fast lane? That's the wrong side. The very right lane. <laughs> okay, yeah. The very right lane is okay to go exactly the speed limit. Because I'm assuming that you're going to get off soon. And so, you know, that's fine. On the very left lane, I got to make sure I got my lefts and rights <laughs> correct. On the very left lane, that's the speeding lane. But I feel like if you're going to be speeding, you should be the one to merge lanes. You should not have to tailgate me. I don't like being tailgated by fast people. Because I don't want to go faster than I'm already going. Yeah. I will go five miles per hour above because I already got a speed speeding ticket once and I don't want any more. So I'll go like five to ten above and that's it. If you're going to tailgate me, you got to move. I'm not moving. I will go slower sometimes if they're right on my tail. Because I was like, I gave you ten miles per hour faster and you want to be right behind me. <laughs> now you're going to have five miles per hour faster and then it's just going to be, it's going to be right on the speed limit if yeah. you just keep doing it. It's the pettiness. It is petty. <laughs> But I will admit that I have been petty. There was one time a guy did get very angry that I did that. And really? he did wave a gun at me. Really? So uh, I stopped doing that for a while. So he like pulled up next to you and then took out his gun? Or no, he he pulled out like next to me and then in front of me and was waving a gun. Oh. And I was like, okay, uh, my bad. <laughs> I, I didn't know you were like Interesting. that. Interesting. So, you know, I haven't done it like too much, but it will be sometimes. I don't think I've ever had someone, like, flick me off or, mm-hmm. like, curse me out mm-hmm. or do anything like that. Um, but I remember the very first time someone honked at me. Mm. That was life-changing. <laughs> <laughs> I remember coming home. Well, like, you know, like, the thing where, like, 
if you get honked at, the rest of the ride home is silent. <laughs> and then, like, when I got home, I was just, like, questioning, does that person hate me? Like, yeah. this person that I probably will never see again, mm. just, like, really made me question everything. I hardly ever honk. Yeah, that, and that's why I also, not just because of that, but even before that, I don't like honking. Because I know that it's just, it seems kind of rude. Yeah. Ah, like, you know, <laughs> like, it just seems very, like, in your face. It's like a car's version of yelling. Exactly. Yeah. Someone will literally almost unalive me. <laughs> and I'll just be like, I, I trust you. Like, I know you're going to you're gonna understand. Like, like you're, gonna... you're smarter than that. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> Exactly. And then I'm like, oh, wait, they don't know. And so that's when I honk, like, last minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like if I do it too soon, it seems like I was, like, judging them too early, right? Because, yeah. like, what if they're just, like, they just swerve a little bit and I just yeah. honk. And but... you're not giving them a second chance. Yeah. 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 That's why, like... <laughs> Like, at red lights, when there's someone in front of me and they don't, like, immediately go right when it's green, mm-hmm. I was like, they'll understand. They'll get it. And, like, usually they do. Yeah. There was one time where somebody didn't, though. They were just sitting there for, like, it felt like a minute, but it was probably, like, 20 to 30 seconds. But I was like, I gotta get to work. Honk! <laughs> and I did recently clean my room, and it feels good to see the floor. Mm. <laughs> No, yeah, I feel like keeping your space clean, your environment the way you want it to, really affects your mental health. Yes. Like when I have a clean room versus when I have a dirty room, dirt room, <laughs> a dirty room, <laughs> like I can tell my energy has changed, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I feel like me having, like, me taking better care of myself and, like, my environment has made me feel better about myself. So, like, my mental issues that I had. <laughs> my issues. <laughs> like, I feel like I... I feel like I don't necessarily have depression anymore. I feel like I had it kind of bad for, like, the last, like, two years. And then me kind of... I had help from, like, my ex-boyfriend. He was, like, helping me to be like, hey, you know, you should try taking care of yourself more. You know, like, cleaning your room, doing what you can. He, um, he would, like... I don't want to say pressure because that's not the right word. Encourage. He would encourage me to like, oh, you should go to the gym, you know. Um, and it kind of helped me to see myself as like in a better light instead of like, oh, I'm always doing something wrong. I'm never taking care of myself. Like I always just felt like I always said like had negative comments about myself, inner inner self comments that were negative. Mm-hmm. And I've tried to turn them to be more positive because he helped he helped me with that. And he helped me like get over my fear of the gym because mm-hmm. I used to I used to be so nervous about going in there because I felt like people would look at me. Even though nobody cares about, you know, anybody else but, like, getting their other, their own self done. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you just feel like, I mean, when you're on your, like, rest between, like, your sets, usually you just, like, look around a little bit or on your phone. And, like, that's when, quote, unquote, somebody's staring. But it's only for, like, a second. So, like, it doesn't really matter. Um, so, that helped me get over that. And, like, changing my negative self-talk to positive self-talk has helped. And um, I would say being, like, um, sometimes, like, it would be really hard to shower or, like, brush my teeth because I just, mm-hmm. like, couldn't get up. I couldn't make myself get up. I feel that, yeah. And I would just, like, feel so bad about myself. Like, I would just be scrolling. I'd be like, I should be I should be doing something else. I should be doing something else. Like, this is just not helping me. I'm not doing anything good for myself. And then I would, like, turn it into you're doing the best that you can. You know, maybe if you can't brush your teeth, maybe just put some mouthwash. If you can't wash, maybe just sit in the tub with water. Like, do try and do something and, like, the next day, I'll usually feel better and actually, like, brush my teeth and actually shower. Because mm-hmm. I feel I don't feel as bad. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Just turning it over. Yeah. And, like, I think it's good that, like, you had someone by your side who would, like, help you, you know? Mm-hmm. I think 
having someone is makes all the difference sometimes. For sure. Yeah, I would say that like my mom and youngest sibling Rain, since I live with them still, like they have been a really good support system. Like my mom is like very big on like, oh, you should drink water and then we get you some food. Maybe you should sit outside for a little while and read. And even though, I, or she would tell me to like go for a walk, even though the last thing I wanted to do was go for a walk, it did usually help. Mm-hmm. And then Rain would always like, if I just couldn't get out of bed, she would know that I hadn't eaten or drink drank anything and would just bring me like some tea and like apples oh. and like cheese. Like she'd make a little charcuterie, she would, oh, a little charcuterie board mm-hmm. of like, you know, just fruit that we had and like a lunch meat and cheese just so that I would eat something. Yeah. And like that did help me because like once I had something in me, like had some food, it would be like, oh, I can I can do something else now. So, yeah, it does really help to have a support system when you're feeling down. So when you don't have that, it feels much worse. Mm -hmm. I have tried, like, writing a book, and it's like, slowly in progress like barely anywhere but like you're writing a book (laughs) (laughs) we have an author in our presence right now it's um it's basically a book about dreams and nightmares that i've had personally that i'm like so like i've written down dreams and nightmares that i've had that were so vivid that i remember it in detail and i'm just tweaking it so that somebody else can read it and understand what's going on because when i would write it down it would just be a whole bunch of word vomit but when I would read it, I could still I could see the dream again. But now I just got to make it so that somebody else can kind of see the dream that I was having. Mm-hmm. I think it'd just be like fun little short stories. Other than the nightmares, those would be scary short stories. But, you mm-hmm. know, either way, I think it'd be fun to read. Yeah. I remember you've you've texted me mm-hmm. a couple. Yeah. Yeah. Did you find them fun at They're all? extremely <laughs> concerning. Oh. <laughs> you think so? Because... <laughs> Because I think the ones that you sent me were, like, not even, not a dream or a nightmare, just, like, in the middle. Mm. Just, like, bizarre, you know? <laughs> like, have you watched Everything Everywhere all at once? Yes. That's a good movie. Like, that type of mm. energy. Yeah, just, like, chaos. I mean, people like that, though, so. Right, right. So your book there's, would there's, be successful. There's hope for my book, then. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, we are, so we're finishing with Courtney Smith is going to publish her book soon. <laughs> Definitely not <laughs> be soon. Be on the lookout. Not soon at all. <laughs> I've loved being here. This is very nice. I, I wish, enjoy spending time with you, Julie. I wish everyone could see the eyebrow raise. Mine? Yeah, yeah you raised eyebrows. I loved being here. I'm not... I'm being... What's the word? I'm being genuine. There it is. Yeah. Sincere. Yes. Of course. My eyebrows do not mean anything. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, I just think you're really cool. Oh, I like hanging out with you. You're, you're acting like this is our first time meeting. <laughs> It's not, but, like, it's just a feeling that I have, like, almost every time I hang out with you. Julie's just so nice. It's so cool. What? You're just really fun. And I was, like, this past, like, two weeks, I was, like, listening to your podcast. Oh, really? And I did not know that you were learning the drums. That's cool. (laughs) We should start a band, man. (laughs) I remember the saxophone a little bit. Yeah, why not? I I was really bad in 
high school, but I could I could try again. I don't think you were bad in high school. I, I kind of was. I would squeak all the time. I didn't know that it was a problem with the saxophone. I thought it was me. But apparently, like, all the pads on the saxophone were leaking. Oh, then it wasn't your fault. It was the Yeah, saxophone. but I just, we just barely got it fixed for senior year. So, like, my potential, it's, it's still there. Right. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, I also enjoyed this experience of course i also think you're cool oh, thank you <laughs> <laughs> just confessing to each other um moving on to our next thing mm. it's actually the final thing yeah music books and film yes have you been listening to anything recently that you want to share or reading or watching anything um listening uh i found this i don't remember where i heard this song from but i've been listening to it on spotify on repeat recently um it's called ache by uh emog i think e-m-a-w-k yes i love him yes it just sounds to me if i feel like the main character like mm. when i'm driving at night and i listen to it, i'm just like yeah i'm going somewhere <laughs> wow yeah so it's it kind of gives like soundtrack vibes yes yes definitely um also what's it called i like lofty too l-a-u-f-u-i lofty uh valentine and magnolia i like two of those songs by her and I've recently gotten into Mitski a little bit. I think her song First Love and Nobody. I like those songs. Cool. Yeah. Nice. For books, I recently finished a romance novel like last week. I was not a big fan of how it ended and I don't remember the title of the book. <laughs> so it's not a good book. <laughs> it, it was just okay. Yeah. Now I'm on to like a mystery book that my mom gave me. Uh, is it Mystery? It's called State of Fear by Michael Crichton. I've barely started it. Somebody has already died. So, kind of interesting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, film? I've been watching Naruto a lot recently. Yeah. I've been binging that. On Netflix? Yeah. No. Well, okay. Yeah. I finished that one on Netflix, and now I'm on Naruto Shippuden. Mm. So, yeah. I see. Yeah. But speaking of um, E-M-A-W-K, yeah. I also don't know how to pronounce his name, Yeah. but have you listened to Later? No. That's my favorite song by him. Mm. Yeah, I highly recommend it. Okay, on my drive home, I'll listen to that one. Yes. I mean, it's, the vibe today is kind of like, you know, like summer vibes, mm-hmm. and that's more like a like a rainy fall Ooh. night. I'm big on vibes for okay. songs that I listen to. Okay. I have a lot of different playlists, so I can have like the right vibe for what I'm doing. I see. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been episode 11 with Courtney Smith, my good friend. Thank you for listening to our conversation. I hope that what we talked about was interesting or relatable. And hopefully next time you can guess again. Yes, I would love to. Yeah. More talking. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And people listening to us or assuming people listening to us. Assuming. It's okay if nobody does. Yeah. I will. Yeah. I will too. Yeah. So yeah. just us two listening to us two talk. <laughs> the narcissism. Um, but yeah, thanks for tuning in and see you next time. Bye, Bye everyone. <laughs>